Their hands were still tightly clasped when the universe reappeared. Feridun had taken Aileen's hand in his just before TFNS Jamaica made warp transit. No one else on the flag bridge had noticed the thoroughly unmilitary gesture as he reached out to his admiral, for they'd been fleeing with the hounds of hell baying at their heels. The rest of Survey Flotilla 19's battered survivors had already preceded the flagship into the unknown. Then it had been Jamaica's turn and Aileen had returned the pressure of his hand and smiled with the knowledge of a personal discovery that had come, as such things will, at the worst imaginable moment. That pressure and that smile had continued as the appropriately blood-red star had seemed to vanish down a well of infinity astern, and the two of them had gone through a hole in the continuum as one. But then reality stabilized, and they were in a new stellar system— God knew how many light years away in Einsteinian space, and reports of successful transit began to arrive from the ships ahead of them. As though with an electric shock of embarrassment, they each released the other's hand and were once again simply Rear Admiral Aileen Summers, Terran Federation Navy, commanding Survey Flotilla 19, and Captain Feridun Hafezi, her chief of staff. Not that the flotilla was much of a command anymore. It had escaped barely and with hideous losses, from the most horrifying enemy humankind had ever faced, or dreamed of facing. But the escape was only temporary. The arachnids had witnessed their transit, and so should have little trouble locating the warp point they'd used. No, she corrected herself, would have little trouble. After the events of the past three and a half standard Terran years, no human was apt to underestimate the arachnid capabilities." So she took command of herself and ordered the flotilla onward into the system under cloaking ECM, getting lost in the immensity of space before the bugs could follow them through the warp point. She also sent the Hun-class scout cruisers ahead to begin surveying. They reported almost immediately that the system wasn't one of those in the Terran Federation's databases, and there was no point in searching for a native high-tech civilization. The star was a red giant— and like some insane god of ancient myth, it had long since devoured any planetary children it might once have possessed. So Summers ordered the Huns to search for warp points other than the one they just transited, warp points through which they could continue their hegira. She wanted to pause and appease a lack of sleep which had almost exceeded the human organism's capacity to function. But there was no time. Instead, she called a staff conference. At some point, Hafezi had somehow managed to repair the haggardness of battle. Summers, gazing across the conference table at him, saw that he'd even restored his beard to its neatly sculpted norm, but she detected a salting of gray hairs among the black. Is it possible, she wondered, that what we've been through over the last few weeks could have done that already? Or maybe it's been there all along, and I've just never looked closely enough to notice.'